0: Okay, it's true, I am a habit nerd. I love studying how the brain processes intel. The thing is, our feelings, our emotions play a huge role in habits. Ever say, I am too upset to talk to that person, or I'm so tired, I couldn't possibly work out today. We must send ourselves new messages and practice habits that lead into the outcomes that we really want. Here's the thing about habits. Each habit has triggers. In stepmama life, there are lots and lots of triggers. Want an example? What happens each time your man's ex sends a text to him? How do you respond? Each of us will have a slightly different story to share. Our stories will likely change over time, too, dependent on how much energy we direct towards how we want to respond to a triggering event. The thing about triggers is they are seemingly small actions that have catastrophic impact. The really frustrating thing about triggers is they are recurring situations which often trip us up. We think we'll be ready for them, but because we haven't taken the time to process the last landmine that exploded, we step on the next one in ignorance. Then we sit atop the ash heap of wounding words, confusing thoughts, and stepmama double-think. You know what I mean? Of course you do. You ask yourself, did she really mean what I think she meant? Am I overreacting? Even if my husband's ex crossed the line and acted as if she was still married to my husband, did I imagine it? What am I doing that's so wrong here? What if... She's right. What if I am all of those things? And just like the crafty, slithering serpent goes in for the kill before we fully realize his thievery and destructive desires, we find ourselves in a thousand shattered pieces, scared to death that we will never be put back together again. But God. God declares that you are the head and not the tail, and according to gotquestions.org under the Mosaic Covenant, Israel was given the conditional blessing of being the head and not the tail. The condition? Obedience. As they obeyed the Lord, Israel would have victory over their enemies, they'd have the upper hand in trade agreements, and they would occupy a dignified position among the nations, who would give Israel honor and esteem. Isn't that what we want as stepmoms? We want victory over our enemies. We want victory over the confusion and the distrust and the angst that we experience from our stepkids. We want to have the upper hand in that parenting agreement, let's be honest here. And we want to occupy a dignified position in our family. We want honor and esteem as women in our blend. Stepmama, if you've been feeling like you're the tail, it's time to reclaim your God given position as an empowered daughter of the King of Kings. Are you exhausted from all the things? Do you feel like you're in the midst of an identity crisis? What if I told you it doesn't need to stay that way? In today's episode, number 114, you'll learn exactly what you can do to kick out the angst and gain some important real estate back in your beautiful brain. It's time to say no to excessive dwelling on what she may have thought or what she may have meant when she did whatever it was that she did to trigger whatever it is that separates you from God's best. Stepmama, we serve a God who sees. He sees you. And as you'll hear on today's episode, God has appointed and anointed you for this high position of trust as stepmom in your blend. Are you ready? All right, let's get to it. Are you tired of all the double standards for stepmoms? Do you find yourself searching for answers on how to deal with imposter syndrome? You know, you're highly successful in many other areas of your life, but as a stepmom, you're anxious and confused? Is your biggest fear that your stepfamily battles are slowly destroying intimacy with your husband and impacting every other sacred area of your life? Hey, stepmama, I see you. I know it's hard. I know that you're tired of all those double standards. And that's why this podcast was created with you in mind, so that you can stop focusing on all those things that are dragging you down and start using the power, the gifts, and the influence that you already have to embrace God's call on you as a stepmom. It's time to stop searching for those divorce lawyers. Instead, it's time to gain wisdom on dealing with difficult in-laws, outlaws, and exes and become an influential voice in your blended family based on who God says you are. Hey, I'm Jen, wife, mom, stepmom, Jesus girl, pickleball lover, chief encourager, and new stepmom friend. And I can't wait to get started. It's time to stop playing small and start reclaiming the boldness and the courageousness that God has already given to you. Welcome to the podcast. I pray that this week's episode blesses you, encourages you, uplifts you, and most of all, I pray that you know you are not alone. Meet Michaela Brown, instant mom, instant stepmom, prayer warrior. Stepmama Clarity Beta Tester, Jesus Girl, Spiritual Inspiration, and Beautiful Friend. We met months ago when I began doing market research for this pivot on the podcast. I knew right away she was something special, and somehow we would be doing life together. It was kind of a weird thing, but I listen to those weird things even when I don't understand them. Don't you love those moments when you're on the precipice of a great discovery? Hey, since then, Michaela joined the Facebook group. She started binge listening to Bold and Blended, and she said yes to the pilot program of Stepmom at Clarity. Neither of us had any idea how God would weave those pieces into where we are now, just a couple of months since Stepmom at Clarity. Michaela is the Stepmom Success Coordinator for Bold and Blended Stepmoms. So if you're on the Facebook group, you already know that she's in there and encouraging and supporting all of the women in the group. She is definitely a brave woman with a lasso to harness all the things that explode from my brain as we work together to serve stepmoms throughout the world. We are on a mission to reach thousands of stepmoms in 2023. In today's episode, Michaela shares what gaining clarity in her stepmom role has done for her, her marriage, and her relationships with her stepkids. Let's cut to the chase and get more of her experience as she shares a bit of her stepmama story before and after Stepmama Clarity. So what made you say yes to Stepmama Clarity? I said yes to Stepmama
1: Clarity because of you. I didn't really, I wasn't sold on the course. I was sold on who you were as a person. We talked a couple times and I saw... Your heart for God and the clarity that you had about stepfamilies and confidence in the stepmama calling and that it was important and valuable and worth supporting. And they were just, yeah. I haven't ever articulated this. And I, but it was you that made me say, I want to learn from this woman. I have no idea what's in the course, but I want to learn from her. And that's why I signed up.
0: (laughs) So now that you have all kinds of ideas of what's in the course, what is Stepmama Clarity to you?
1: Now, Stepmama Clarity to me is intentional space to find out who you are in the midst of a very confusing calling. Would you have said that it's a calling? In my head, but not in my heart. I used that word a lot because there was no other way to describe our situation other than a calling. But I did not understand what the calling was, really. I didn't understand what calling and why and how until on Clarity.
0: Would you say yes again?
1: Yes, I would do it again. I've thought about reprinting the worksheets. My husband even said, do they have one of those for guys?
0: (laughs) Recently on the podcast, I've been talking about anointing and appointing, as in going crazy with it, because I'm all in on anointing and appointing. And it's a shift from the stewardship role that we have that resonates for you, because you use those words back to me. Share about this anointing and this appointing.
1: It felt like an appointment, or I realized it was an appointment. When I realized what, I had a sense that it was an appointing when I started to get to know the kids and I realized how much they needed reaffirmed of their value. Because no matter how peaceful a divorce is, the kids always come away with feeling less valuable. And no matter how much work the parents have done to reestablish that for them, and, and that's just across the board. And so when I realized and started to get to know these kids and realize that they just need somebody to love them, then I had clarity on this was an appointment because I had the love to give. God had prepared me in so many ways prior to that. I would be in a moment and I'd be like, I know how to do this. I know what they need because of something else I had already learned. That's when I realized it was an appointing. And then second was to realize it was an anointing when, and they maybe went hand in hand, when I found, when I started realizing I had learned things in the past that were now extremely applicable and probably leading up to this moment. And there was times with the Lord where he would speak to me and give me wisdom, clarity, or answers. And I knew he was supporting it completely. And that he loved our story and he loved our family. And I was like, this isn't my chance. He anointed this. He appointed this. I didn't have those words for it then. I was just calling it the calling until you said anointing and appointing. And that's why I almost cried was because somebody put words to it. Wherein I didn't have words before. And so I knew you knew what it meant. And that was so cool. That is absolutely reflected in the Stepmom of Clarity course of how valuable and influential you are as a stepmom. And it's not by chance that you are here.
0: That's so good. We were talking earlier about how if I said, hey, Michaela, do you want to come and join a course, <laughs> Please visit your values and learn what's important to you. You would have said,
1: absolutely not. No, thanks. I already know
0: that. <laughs> And yet, in preparation for our time together today, you were talking about recognizing a conflict in values. Say more about that.
1: Yes, stepmom clarity course. One of the things I learned and resonated with were defining my personal values and beliefs, and that is not something I would have ever thought I needed to sit down and think about or write down. I knew that, and so I. Would have felt like it was a waste of money to go into a class. That that was one of the things that they were helping you understand, or but then literally today, there was a moment where I'm my emotions are fried, I'm frustrated, I don't know whether to get angry or cry, or if I need to pray right now, or if I'm I can't even seem past myself to be humble to hear what God wants to tell me in returns. And I was like, I wonder if this feels like conflict because the issue is one of values. In the minute, I thought that I was like, oh, look at me, <laughs> knowing what my values are. And I really do think after I thought about it more, I really do believe that it was a conflict of values and beliefs is why this is a conflicting situation because you know, value is something different than the other person's.
0: One of the things that came up, in our work together in the course. So there were four women in the beta group. We did it live together and we learned a lot about each other and we learned a lot about what was coming next. A thing that popped out were I am statements. And for me personally, it blew me away. That is not what I was expecting at all for us to be moving to. And yet the I am statements came out in rows like the cream to the top. What is? How would you describe the I am experience for you? I was
1: so shocked. I I, yeah, I think shocked is the right word because you didn't know what to think. You were surprised because you didn't know what that one that you were saying it. Two that they actually were impacting you on such a deep level, and three that you. Even after it being brought to your attention, you were so willing to say that stuff about yourself. And um, just learning simply to rephrase those statements brought so much growth and healing just by refusing to say, I am bad at communication. Just turn it around and instead say, I am practicing to communicate better with my husband. It totally changed the way you even perceived the situation. And it wasn't trash talk. Basically, if you boil it down to the root, it would devalue yourself and you thought of yourself as less than valuable. And that's not how God sees you. It's not denying that you're not perfect at something at all either, because all you're doing is saying, I'm willing to work at this and I am intentionally practicing to better this area of my life. It's just not saying, it's not labeling yourself and naming yourself. It's not a characteristic.
0: During our work together, we took a look at Feelings Wheel. And I think you've looked at the Feelings Wheel a lot since we talked about it in the course. What is the Feelings Wheel and what makes it so powerful for you
1: it is so powerful for me because I love words and having the right word for the right thing is so what makes good authors good is they know how to use words wow. Well. And so when you say you're feeling sad, you could be feeling so much more than sad, and you don't even realize it. You could be feeling worthless or you could be feeling grief. Those are so different, but you would call them both sad, and so working with the feelings wheel, using it as a tool to understand yourself. It lets you give yourself more grace. It helped me be less self-critical. Instead of just saying, why are you sad? It's a good day. You have a loving husband. Why are you sad? And then if I really boil it down to I was grieving, I gave myself so much more grace to say, maybe I need some time just to be in God's presence. Or maybe I just need some time to cry. Or maybe I should go somewhere quiet and remember. So the feelings we've been really helpful. And even different types of angers, <laughs> different types of lonelies. There's
0: so much to that. When the course started out in our beta, some of the things that I thought were going to happen were this integration of all of these different roles in your step family and the stepmom, And what it turned into was all about you as a woman of God. And I love how God completely changed up the idea that I had in my head through the work that you women did. And you all did a ton of work to help create this course that is so powerful for women to walk through now to take the time to evaluate what's really important to them. The thing that stuck out to me was that God at work, it's always amazing what God is at work and what he does. What would you say is your favorite part about the course?
1: My favorite part about the course is the emphasis and unboxing of the woman of influence. The big dream was so special because it gives you a piece of yourself back so many stepmoms lay down and sacrifice so much for this family and sometimes it comes back to haunt you or the devil can whisper that in your ear about how much you're sacrificing and it's not even your family but having your big dream lets you claim a piece of you back and say god has given me desires and dreams and i can pursue them what but one of the big things for me personally was the woman of influence because As a stepmom and not being the biological mother, there's so much that you pull back. You hold back. You learn to phrase it differently. You don't give as much as you can in certain situations because you're giving deference to somebody that has that role and that name of mom. So much of that over time can wear you down and speak to you that you don't matter. If you weren't here, it wouldn't matter and you don't have influence, you don't have a say, you don't have a voice, you're not affecting anything. So what's the point? And to realize, the devil couldn't be more happy you were thinking, <laughs> to realize, not even for the kids, but for your husband, how influential you are, the stepmom shorty that you did about the garden and Eve. My husband and I listened to it together, and his takeaway was, yeah, I like actually drew attention to how much influence the woman had, the woman has. And he said has, he said it in the present. So the one thing that stood out to him in that was, yeah, women don't realize how much power that they have. And I want them to know that. And he felt that. I think that was very eye-opening for me that we are so influential. And then, and after the course, you no, know, even during the course, that week that the woman of influence came up. I started realizing how that impacted my family. And I would do something and see the impact and see the ripple effect of how things I did last year are still having positive effects on my family to this day. It encouraged me to not give up and to keep doing good and not, we- not weary of doing good.
0: So for the woman who was on the fence wondering, is it worth it? Do I invest in myself? Will I get anything out of this course? What would you say to her?
1: People are less concerned about what they think of themselves and more concerned about what other people think of them. But it all boils down to what you think people are thinking of you. (laughs) (laughs) And so once I had gone through the Stepmama Clarity course, I realized all these things I thought people were thinking of me. I was actually thinking of myself. And what had to change was my perception of how people saw me, my perception of how God saw me my perception of how my kids saw me and my husband saw me. And once you, once I could get through all that chaff, all that stuff just floating around, you could actually see what they did think of you. And it clarified, it built me up and encouraged me so greatly that they relished what I brought to the team. They appreciated the effort that I put in. And then if there was something that they actually needed, or they were struggling with, I could see it with the heart of humility and I could see it with clarity and say, I can help there. I can change that instead of thinking if I were here, things would be better because I'm just ruining everything.
0: A real with thought. Anything else you'd like to share about your stepmama clarity experience? I would say that stepmama clarity
1: is an investment and the woman that you are becoming. As a kid, you most of us grew up with a mom. We watched a mom our whole life. We have somebody to call and say, hey, I'm having this trouble, this, that, and the other. And they are like, oh, yes, was there myself? Here's what I did, or here's what you could do. Like you, you have help, you have support. There's always a community of moms out there that are willing to help you out. With the stepmom role, it's so different. It's not just this paved, blazed trail that you're walking down with the support on all sides of people that have been there, done that, that are just spooning out advice and support. It's sometimes more like a job than a relationship. And so many of us don't know what the job description is, what our role is, how, what times we're supposed to show up. And stepmom clarity is... What it says it is, it clarifies who you are as a stepmom and what you bring to the table. And that is so valuable, especially as you're starting out, to start out with the right information. And you can do tons of research, and all of that's valuable. But not many of us have stepped into a community and said, Pour into me. We are going and seeking out we don't have the support to somebody to say this is the way walk in it we're filtering through everything ourselves and we wear ourselves out and this course you could focus on the important parts you didn't have to focus on weeding things out you could just focus on what god was speaking to you that week and implementing it that week you didn't have a 300-page book you are trying to get through as fast as you can so you can get to the end and have that in your arsenal, too. Like, it was
0: good. Cool. Very cool. If you're tired of reading 300-page books and experiencing no change, if you've consulted with Dr. Google and YouTube Encyclopedia and are struggling with isolation, loneliness, and stepmom exhaustion, It's time to end the cyclical pattern of failed starts and embrace the power of community at Bold and Blended Stepmoms. Typically, the first step is to join the Facebook group. If you're ready to go all in and jump to the head of the line, head on over to stepfamilypodcast.com forward slash clarity and stomp on that slithering serpent immediately when you enroll in the course. It's a six-week self-paced course blessed with community bonus experiences with group coaching and Voxer access to Michaela and me. What are you waiting for? Once you enroll, the course opens up for you to begin with you, the beautiful, cherished woman of God, appointed and anointed for every good work that God has prepared in advance for you to do. All right, Stepmama, be bold and courageous. And make real change through the power of incorporating new habits, all of which you can learn in the Stepmama Clarity course. Hey, if you've got questions, you know what to do. Email us at friends at hello at stepfamilypodcast.com. God bless you, Stepmama.